It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. This is a business radio show where we talk about the craziness of small business. It's that craziness that actually makes it exciting, interesting, and totally unpredictable. This is Business Insanity Talk Radio with your host, Barry Moltz. Well, welcome to Business Insanity Talk Radio. This is your host, Barry Moltz, and this is the final word in small business. For those keeping track, this is show number 330. This episode is provided by Sage One, an online accounting and business services solution for every small business. It's also provided by Nextiva, the answer to all your business communication solutions in the cloud. On today's show, we literally have the man that wrote the book on business marketing. Dr. Phil Kotler will join us. Today, he's talking about what is wrong with capitalism and, more important, how to fix it. Plus, we have a better way for small business owners to get student loans for their kids or for themselves. Plus, we'll take a look at the Business Confidence Index. How confident are you feeling about your business and the economy? But first, probably the top-selling small business book of all time is The E-Myth. And like many of you, when I read it, it changed my view of running my own business forever. Joining us is Michael E. Gerber. He's an entrepreneur, small business guru, and the best-selling author of five books, including the 1986 mega-seller Inc. Magazine called him the world's number one small business guru. Michael, welcome back to the show. Well, thanks, Barry. i got to bring you up to date, actually. It's 21 books. 21 uh, books. Oh, wow. 21. You've been yeah, busy. You've been busy. Well, lately I've seen you've been talking about how has the American dream really hit the skids. And this is a very big topic because, of course, the American dream in small business is really what we're all about. You got it. And it is a big topic. And it's something that we're speaking about more and more and more, simply because when you look about you, you see the problem economically that everybody's facing. Um, poverty in the United States is higher than it's ever been in the history of this country. Um, people on food stamps has soared beyond anything anyone would have imagined our people would need. And so startups of new businesses are significantly fewer than they used to be, and it's because all of the regulation and all of the conversation about entitlements rather than about really getting it on for yourself. Well, Michael, it seems so like this, this whole topic has been politicized, right? Everybody wants to now help the entrepreneur, help the small business. Is that a good thing for entrepreneurs, or is that just mixing it up? Well, it's just mixing it up if it's government stuff. 
I mean, if it's come from the top down, it ain't going to work. It doesn't make any difference. <laughs> but if it comes from the bottom up, where we are, then something can happen. That's the work we've been doing for 40 years, really helping small business owners and entrepreneurs see their businesses in a completely different way. And it works. And so what are you recommending that we've really got to take back the American dream and people should really do it on their own like they used to do and forget about all these things coming from large corporations to help small business owners? What's your thoughts? Well, my thought is simple. We really have to go back into the dreaming room. That's what we call it, the dreaming room, a blank piece of paper and beginner's mind. We have to begin to incubate the entrepreneur within us. Because as you know, you've read my books, um, the E-Myth series of books, simply says that entrepreneurship is a myth. In fact, most people who own and operate their own businesses aren't entrepreneurs, but what I've come to call technicians suffering from an entrepreneurial seizure. Exactly. they got to get over that. they got to stop creating a terrible job for themselves. They've got to really begin to think differently the way a true entrepreneur does. But how do you do that, Michael? Because it's so hard to do it on your own. You know, you talk about, of course, you made famous, you know, working on your business, not in your business. How do you do that in the dreaming room? How do you step back and who can help? Well, it's very, very simple. It's a process. It's a system. Everything we've ever created in our history, doing the work we've done, inevitably becomes a system because without the system, you can't scale it. So we've got a system that identifies what a true entrepreneur is. An entrepreneur is four distinct personalities, the dreamer, the thinker, the storyteller, and the leader. The dreamer has a dream. The thinker has a vision, the storyteller has a purpose, and the leader has a mission. Now, that's not just rhetoric. We actually take people to the process to discover what their vision is, to discover what their dream is, to discover what their purpose and their mission are. And we've invented a system through which we absolutely know when somebody says to me, I want to come dream with you, Gerber. I want to come to the dreaming room. I want to become inspired again. I want to find something new, some new way of thinking about the conditions that I'm stuck in. I want to get unstuck. When somebody says that, we take them through this 12-week process. And the beauty of it is they can do it from anywhere. So, you know, you're in Chicago. Is that true? Absolutely. Yeah, they can do it from Chicago. They can do it from Cincinnati. They can do it from San Mateo. They can do it from Schenectady. doesn't matter where they are. We're doing this worldwide. All they have to do is say, I want to dream. I want to create or recreate the business I've got so it's growing again, so it's um, hot and, 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 and doing great things again. And I'm saying everybody can do that. We're talking with Michael Gerber. He literally wrote the book on entrepreneurship. Michael, one of the things that you talk about is that economic development is really about the individual, about taking personal responsibility rather than looking for people to say, all right, you know something? I need a loan of $25,000 or I need someone to invest $100,000 in my business. Where does that start? Have we gotten off the path by expecting someone else to fund our businesses? Well, we, we have always uh, hoped that somebody else would fund our businesses because 99% of people who start businesses 
really don't have any capital to do it. So they put it on a credit card. Or they go home to mom and dad, and they say, hey, I've got this hot thing I'm doing. This is really, really important. So they go to friends and family. So this is old school stuff. I mean, we've been doing this for generations, and there's nothing wrong with friends and family. There's nothing wrong with uh, trusting in yourself and putting some dollars together to make something happen. The problem isn't that we need capital to do the things we do. The problem is that we think we need capital right. more than we really do. It's not the money. It's the imagination. Michael, where does that come from? Is that we? Why do we think we need more money? Because I totally agree with you. So many successful businesses are starting on almost nothing. Where does that come from? People say, well, I just need a million dollars. I just need a half a million dollars. <laughs> because they just don't understand what they're talking about. <laughs> it's, it's because they're stupid. What can I tell you? It's just stupid. So it's because they don't understand what they're talking about. That's why we created the Dreaming Room, so that we can begin at the beginning with anyone, whether he's got a business and it's just not going anywhere, or whether he's got a job and he just hates it and wants to start a business. I'm saying that every single one of us are born to create. And our problem is we really haven't been taught how to create. So in the Dreaming Room, we really teach people, inspire people, coach, mentor, and facilitate people through a unique process we've developed over the past 40 years. And it works. And, and Michael, I totally agree with you because I think as we grow up in education, the dreaming is kind of beaten out of us, right? Yeah, well, we don't want to dream. I mean, nobody wants us to dream. Nobody wants us to create. Creators are the scourge of every um, school. We don't want kids to create. We just want them to mind their P's and Q's. You know, people ask me, and, and they probably ask you, what was it about Steve Jobs that was so remarkable? Because obviously, here's a guy who created the wealthiest company on earth. Right. And that's a rare thing. But if you think about it, the guy was a loser. Meaning, in, in, in normal terms, he was a loser. He dropped out of college in his first year. He then went to India on a spiritual search. He was a hippie. He then came back and got a technology job for which he was completely unsuited. He then got a great idea, but he didn't have the skills to pursue it, so he got Wozniak to do it, they opened up in his father's garage a company they then called Apple, and the rest is history. Right. In fact, Steve Jobs was such a problem that his board fired him exactly. as CEO from his own company. Exactly. Well, Michael, I really appreciate you being on the show. Where can people get started and learn from you with The Dreaming Room? It's real easy. Just contact me at Michael. M-I-C-H-A-E-L, at my full name, MichaelEGerber.com. Come dream with me. Michael, I'll blow your mind. Um, it's always great to have you on this show because you're so passionate. Thanks again. Thanks, Barry. Coming up, the next man on our show literally wrote the book about business marketing. Dr. Philip Collard will join us about what's wrong with capitalism and how to fix it these days. This is AM560. The answer will be right back.
How can you get from here to there? We've got the answer from the ChicagoRadioDeals.com Traffic Center. I'm George Cazzarillo taking a look at your traffic. You got flooding causing some problems around the area on the Kennedy inbound. The inbound Kennedy ramp to the op on Ike currently closed. If you want to detour, exit of Taylor, head south on Union, east on Roosevelt, and back on the inbound Kennedy towards the outbound Ike. Use that ramp. The rest of the roadway is okay. Edens and Kennedy doing fine. Eisenhower and the Stevenson, same thing. Dan Ryan, I-57 in the Bishop Ford All Clear, Lakeshore Drive, and the Elgin O'Hare Expressway. Good out of the tollways, the Tri-State, Jane Adams, Reagan Memorial, Veterans Memorial Clear, Route 53 and I-80 OK, 8094, I-94 in Indiana, the Chicago Skyway, Indiana Toll Road, and I-65 moving at posted speeds. Plus the roadway's in good shape. AM560 weather right now, it is 65 degrees with cloudy skies. Our next update will be in 15 minutes on AM560, The Answer. Hey, Dave, uh, did you hear about that story? Uh, what story? Was it on Facebook? No, 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 no. Come on, everybody's talking about it. I can't believe you don't know what I'm talking about. Was it on TV? Twitter? Where did you hear about it? It was on AM560, The Answer. I I heard it on the radio. Hear about it before everyone else. The answer. The greatest business story is yours, and it's still being written. Whether your business has been around 20 days or 20 years, the Sage Summit Conference is the place to have powerful conversations with peers, leaders, dreamers, and doers, to be inspired by innovative ideas, people, and discoveries, well-known speakers, fearless thinking, social scenes, just-for-you training, innovation, and discovery, four action-packed days. What will your business story be? Find out July 27th through 30th in New Orleans to write this next chapter. Go to sagesummit.com to register. The journey into entrepreneurship is no easy feat, but the reward is like no other. Just ask entrepreneur Nellie Acal, founder and CEO of CorpNet.com, who's been a business owner since 1997. CorpNet can help you start a business, incorporate your business, form an LLC, file a DBA, and file many other important business documents in all 50 states. To get started, call their team today for a free business consultation. Call 888-752-0363 or visit CorpNet.com. With an increasing number of Illinois concealed carry instructors having their credentials revoked, don't leave your training to chance. Safer USA, Chicago's trusted name in firearm training, has trained almost 6,000 students to be responsible firearm owners. We're offering the most comprehensive Illinois concealed carry program available. Our program will actually prepare you to carry a firearm for personal protection, including firearm, holster, and ammunition selection, a comprehensive law review designed to keep you out of trouble, and even how to deal with home invasion. We provide the firearm, ammunition, holster, class notebook, and lunch. Safer USA and the Aurora Sportsman's Club invite you to participate in this one-of-a-kind Illinois concealed carry program. For more information, visit saferusa.com or call 877-954-3030. That's 877-954-3030. Safer USA, choosing to own a firearm is your business. Teaching you to own it responsibly is ours. Stick around and get your small business unstuck. More of Business Insanity Talk Radio with Barry Maltz. Now on AM560, The Answer. Well, Dr. Philip Kotler literally literally wrote the book on marketing. His newest book is called Confronting Capitalism, 
Real Solutions for a Troubled Economic System. He's the S.C. Johnson and Son Distinguished Professor of International Marketing at my alma mater, Kellogg School of Management, Northwestern University. Although best known as a marketing guru, Dr. Kotler is a classically trained economist who did his master's studies at the University of Chicago under Milton Friedman, the famed Nobel laureate and free market evangelist, before moving to MIT to pursue a Ph.D. under Paul Samuelson and Robert Solo, two Nobel Prize-winning Keynesian economists. Dr. Kotler, welcome to the show. Uh, Barry, thank you for inviting me. I'm looking forward to talking to you. So Winston Churchill said that democracy is the worst form of government except for all the other forms that have been tried. Can the same now be said of capitalism? Yes, it could be because uh, there's a number of problems that uh, in the implementation of capitalism that have occurred, and that's the reason I wrote a whole book called Confronting Capitalism. But let me put my position out very clearly. I love capitalism. I think it's the best system. It is absolutely the best system for creating just tons and tons of goods and services. So on the supply side, capitalism works beautifully. On the demand side, a lot of those goods that are produced may just sit around in inventory. And you can see it in shopping centers. You can see it in auto dealerships. And the question is, you need demand to match supply. All right, so what do we do to get demand? We um, have people, uh, we use marketing. Marketing is the engine of capitalism to get demand to match supply. However, if people don't have enough money, it's not easy to buy things. So the one answer is, yes, go into debt. Borrow the money, charge it to your credit card, buy now, pay later. And that's what makes capitalism work. But there's a real problem there, as you know. And so you, have, you list out 14 different shortcomings and possible solutions. What's at the top of your list? On the top of my list is um, the, gro- the problem of the growing income disparity and wealth disparity. Uh, I'm not in favor of taxing the rich, but let's put it this way. Um, when one guy takes home uh, $465 million for one year of work and another guy is getting $7.45 at McDonald's for real hard work, too, it's something's wrong. So there's a few things we could do to improve the situation for everyone. So what, what solutions propose? I would close loopholes. First thing I would do is I would – uh, take issue with the capital gains tax, which is at 15 percent. I think it's moved up a little bit. The 20 percent now. now, yes. Yeah, and these, this is money earned not by working. It's money being earned from money. You know, the old days was you 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 made goods and services and you got rewarded. Now, here's the thing: uh, most rich people put their money in capital gains, and they um, end up paying 15 percent or so. On, on their income, I'd put it back to the uh, normal income level they have. So if they if they're already getting in uh, two hundred thousand dollars a year or something, let them pay taxes for that. So, Dr. Carla, how does all of this really hurt capitalism? Why is the disparity bad, or why is it not just an offshoot of capitalism and let it go the way it goes? Well, that's a good question, Barry. Uh, here's the thing: let's ask how our executive. Uh, pay uh, levels uh, established. Well, they're done it in a, in a free market. You're absolutely right. A company needs a new guy. It could be a small business or a large business, whatever. And they uh, go out and try to find uh, a guy who's talented to run the company. Now, uh, when they uh, come to setting the pay, they ask what are guys like that being paid. So they use not what 
is the job really is worth, or, or, or but the, rather what is the pay level, and and they feel that's the competitive approach. I would say that the people who have the industry own the industry who recommend uh, what you pay new guys for top executive positions. It's in their interest to get that to be as high a salary as possible, both for the sake of the guy they want to hire and for the return they get in helping find people who will work at that salary level. So I think there's a little rigging going on here. We're talking with Dr. Philip Kotler. As I said, he literally wrote the book on marketing. He's got a new book out. It's called Confronting Capitalism, Real Solutions for a Troubled Economy. Dr. Kotler, what's been in the news lately is this debate on raising the minimum wage. We see people going on protests in McDonald's. Where do you stand on that, and how does that affect capitalism? Um, I think that that's another uh, uh, strong point I would make, that that incomes are not livable. Most people don't have livable uh, wages. Now, I know that the argument is that if we force McDonald's and Walmart to pay uh, more than they they're paying now, uh, they may you go to technology that will replace the need for live people to do the work. Uh, they'll use machines and robots instead, and also some smaller businesses, maybe small restaurants, might not be able to afford this. And either they'll raise their price, and maybe that will stick, or they will go out of business. Um, so I know there are issues, and they have to be discussed openly. But the fact is, the studies don't show where raising um, wages, uh, minimum wages, have led to mass unemployment or big failures of, of, of small businesses. You know, it's interesting because you know, surprisingly, a lot of people. I, I'm in favor of raising minimum wage because I believe that we're not paying minimum wages. These people then go for government assistance, so in a way, we're almost subsidizing corporate profits. What do you think? Yeah, actually, let's uh, just talk about food stamps. Uh, food stamps are being paid for by taxpayers, by you and me, and um, that's because uh, the companies employing these people aren't paying. Uh, what I would consider a fair share. Look, productivity in a lot of these businesses go up. And then you say, well, how are all the uh, stakeholders sharing the gains in productivity? Well, most of the gains, I would say about 80 or 90 percent of the gain from from great leaps in productivity have gone to the rich and have not uh, gone down to the average Joe. And as a matter of fact, the average Joe today is earning in real terms about 10 to 20 percent less than he earned in 1970. Absolutely. If that real Joe can get a job, one of the points you make in the book is that can we ever really turn to a more job-abundant society with capitalism? Can capitalism really produce that many jobs anymore? You know, I'm worried, along with so many other people, about the future supply of jobs uh, in the face of automation. Here's the real question. We're, uh, automation is going to continue, and it's going to kill uh, a number of jobs in very standard industries. But the new industries that will come about will also create jobs. Well, maybe they balance each other. However, the new jobs in the new industries are not labor-intensive. It's not like putting a factory with uh, 5,000 workers in it. So the real problem is we're going to have uh, a, a real problem of supplying enough jobs in the future. Well, for a long time, you know, the government, Dr. Kyler, has been waging this war on poverty, but it doesn't seem like we're really winning. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, Our poverty level now is about 15 percent, and that's kind of embarrassing for a rich uh, country. Capitalism 
does not really deal with the problem of the extreme poor. And the reason is capitalism is about people who have money and trying to get them to spend it on cars and furniture and other things. The poor don't have money. So the point is that capitalism has to go around itself and provide work and solutions to the problem of poverty that is not going to be generated within the system of cap uh, capitalism. It's going to come from government assistance and benefit programs. And what's your thoughts on people now more and more going out and creating their own small business now they don't necessarily have to be tied to their job you know, for health insurance? Is that good for the economy? Wonderful for the economy. I think one of the salvation factors will be uh, entrepreneurship and innovation. Uh, I'm at Northwestern University in the Kellogg School of Business, and I see that about 30% of our students who've been offered jobs with IBM, P&G, I mean dream jobs, are saying no. Uh, the others are saying yes, but 30% say, I want to run my own business. And I think, uh, and I know your program deals with small businesses and other things like that, that's a great thing. And, and we have Howard Tillman and a bunch of people right. in Chicago doing a great job of stimulating entrepreneurship. Yeah, with 1871. Well, Dr. Kyler, thanks for me on the show. Where can people get in touch with you? Why don't you give us your website? Uh, yes, it's pcotler.org, P-K-O-T-L-E-R.org, uh, or they can reach me at pcotler at AOL.com. Well, Dr. Kyler, thank you for so many years ago of writing the book that defined marketing and about talking about this new subject confronting capitalism. Appreciate you being on the show. Thank you, Barry. Good luck. So how confident are you about what's coming next for your business? We're going to take a look at the Small Business Index. This is AM560. The answer will be right back. Hey, Dave, uh, did you hear about that story? Uh, what story? Was it on Facebook? No, 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 no. Come on, everybody's talking about it. I, I can't believe you don't know what I'm talking about. Was it on TV? Twitter? Where did you hear about it? It was on AM560, The Answer. I, I heard it on the radio. Hear about it before everyone else. Hear about it on AM560, The Answer. Fox News Radio, I'm Gary Baumgarten. The search for the escaped New York State prison inmates is intense. You know, as they're saying, we're not uh, leaving any stone unturned. We uh, continue to uh, speak with the inmates. We continue to speak with civilian employees and all of the uh, correction officers that have been in contact with these two uh, very dangerous inmates. Clinton County DA Andrew Wiley says the search is costing $1 million daily. Hours before he opened fire on Dallas cops, James Bolware told his father he'd had it with government intrusion into his life. Every one of us has a breaking point, but some are easier to break than others. Father Jim says his son was distraught over a child custody issue. He made the statements and all about police taking his son, and oh yes, and we talked about that. Absolutely. Did he make any any statements whatsoever about doing anything he did? No. Fox News, we report, you decide. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer from the ChicagoRadioDeals.com Traffic Center. I'm George Katsavrilos taking a look at your traffic. No problems report on the Edens, the Kennedy, the Eisenhower, or Stevenson. 
Dan Ryan, I-57, the Bishop Ford in great shape. So is Lakeshore Drive and the Elgin O'Hare Expressway out of the Tollways, the Tri-State. Jane Adams, Reagan Memorial and Veterans Memorial clear. So is Route 53, not 80, Indy 94, the Chicago Skyway. Indiana Toll Road and I-65 moving at posted speeds. This traffic report is being brought to you by Plant Moran. Plant Moran, the accounting firm, marking, making its mark on business with high client satisfaction ratings. They'll deliver audit, tax, wealth management services with a practical and high-touch client approach. Learn more about this local firm with a national reputation at plantmoran.com. AM 560 weather right now. It is 65 degrees, partly cloudy skies. Our next update will be in 15 minutes on AM 560. The answer. You've already upgraded your cell phone to a smart device, which lets you use the Internet to be more productive on the go. But what about your desk phone? Nextiva is a smart business phone system in the cloud. With a simple setup through an Internet connection, you can soon have access to your office communications wherever you are. Stay seamlessly connected with clients and stay more mobile than ever before for just one low monthly cost. Give your business more than just a basic desk phone. Visit Nextiva.com or call 800 799-0600 to learn more today. Next Diva. Simplifying your business communications. Thinking of starting your own business? Get on board for a crazy ride. Be the first person to tweet Barry at Barry Moltz and get a free copy of his book, You Need to Be a Little Crazy, The Truth About Starting and Growing Your Own Business. You will need the company. Four new employees. A 20% increase in revenue. Being one of the 9 million women business owners in the U.S. These are your proudest numbers, your landmarks of growth and success. Sage helps you achieve business milestones with cloud and software solutions that lead to deeper financial insights. Believe in your numbers. See what Sage can do for your business. Visit believeinyournumbers.com today. Thinking of starting your own business? Get on board for a crazy ride. Be the first person to tweet Barry at Barry Moltz and get a free copy of his book, You Need to Be a Little Crazy, The Truth About Starting and Growing Your Own Business. You will need the company. Thinking of starting your own business? Get on board for a crazy ride. Be the first person to tweet Barry at Barry Moltz and get a free copy of his book, You Need to Be a Little Crazy, The Truth About Starting and Growing Your Own Business. You will need the company. Hey, sorry I'm late. I'm the chair for the company picnic committee, and I'm overwhelmed with finding the perfect catering partner. Don't be freaked out by that. Tasty Catering has done our company picnic every year for the last five years. I actually went to Tasty Catering's kitchen first to taste the food. They serve juicy burgers right from the grill, fresh salads, awesome sides, and fun foods for the kids. Last year, we even had delicious brisket and an entire pig roast. Can they handle all the details? There's not much time to plan. Planning was even easier. Tasty Catering handled every detail, from serving pieces to inflatables for the kids, the DJ, and, of course, the bar area. That's exactly what we're looking for. Just go to TastyCatering.com. The pricing was right, and our CFO signed off on the contract immediately. The best company picnics start at TastyCatering.com. View picnic menus and locations, entertainment options, and more. That's TastyCatering.com. Now. Back to Business Insanity Talk Radio. It's time to get your small business unstuck on AM560. The answer, once again, here's Barry Maltz. 
Well, it's finally back. Small business confidence took a huge dive after the Great Recession 2008. But where are we seven years later? Up next is the head of Capital One, Spark Business, Banking Line of Business, Carrie Goman, who leads an organization that serves more than 50% of Americans who own or work for a small business. The team supports the financial and business management needs of aspiring entrepreneurs and established business owners. They start, manage, and grow their business. Carrie, welcome to the show. Thanks, Barry. Great to be here. I always love to read that statistic, how more than 50% of Americans own or work for a small business. Just music to my ears. I totally agree. The other stat I love is that business owners are creating two out of every three new jobs in America, just startling the impact business owners have. I love this. Well, tell us about what Capital One has here, the Spark Business Barometer, and what the latest reading says. Yeah, so we have been monitoring small business um, sentiment on a variety of issues for the last seven years, um, looking at things like their view on the economy, on marketing trends and technology and how they've changed. Um, and one of the most important parts of our analysis has been something called the Small Business Confidence Score. Uh, that's basically an index that looks at uh, how business owners feel about the economy, uh, their real hiring trends, and their actual sales results. Um, and what we've seen is great news for businesses. Since the low of the recession, which is negative, uh, we've continued to improve year-over-year year in small business confidence. In fact, uh, this last quarter, despite a sluggish start to 2015, we saw the highest confidence scores we've seen. Um, and this really matters because if business owners are thinking about expanding or starting a business, it's good to know that the business conditions are right to do so. And they're certainly the best they've been since the recession. I think this is good news because I think that when people are optimistic, they do more optimistic things. And when they hear bad news all around them, they start to get pessimistic and pull back. What do you think? Yeah, listen, I, I totally agree. And uh, what we've seen in our actual research is uh, business owners have started to focus as a core priority a bit less on recovery and a lot more on growth. Um, and one of the biggest things that we hear from business owners when we ask them what's on their mind is how do I actually go and get new customer relationships and then how do I grow them once I get them, uh, particularly in a, in a pretty tough and, and uh, challenging digital marketplace. Um, and despite this real interest in, in marketing growth, one of the challenges we've seen is that about 40% of business owners have not executed a marketing campaign in the last six months. So despite the desire, business owners aren't always executing on those marketing campaigns. I totally agree. As I travel around the country talking to small business owners, everyone wants to do marketing, but they're not really sure what to do. And they're also sometimes afraid to spend the money because they're not sure the results. Yeah. What is your advice? Uh, listen, uh, we hear the exact same thing, um, and there's a couple things I would encourage business owners to do. First of all, you know, the, the number one challenge we hear around marketing is, gosh, you know, digital marketing is complex. How do I get out on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and Pinterest? You know, how do I navigate that world? Um, the reality is there are some really great digital tools out there that even if you're not a marketing expert, you can use to digitally market your business. And so, you know, things like HubSpot and Signpost and SparkPay offers are really, really easy to use digital capabilities. Um, and so I encourage business owners to take advantage of those resources the other big uh, guidance that, that I typically give to business owners is, listen, reach out and find someone who knows something about marketing, whether it's you know reading online blogs. We have one at Capital One called Spark Business IQ. Or go out and find someone who's an expert in marketing and, and ask them for their advice. And unfortunately, not enough business owners are doing that. 
Yeah, one of the things that we've really seen is that what people lack mostly is to have a mentor, and having a mentor is so important to assess your small business, and you've launched this thing to help that called businessadvising.org. Tell us about it. Uh, well, listen, uh, two things I'd, I'd, I'd add there. One is what we've heard from business owners, and this was, you know, frankly, Barry, one of the most surprising pieces of our research. Only 8% of business owners have a mentor for any wow. subject, uh, which is startling. Um, and, you know, if you think about it, that's one of the easiest and freest uh, ways to get support. Um, and so one of the things that we've done at Capital One is launch something called businessadvising.org. Um, businessadvising.org is a new service, and it is almost, I, I think about it almost like a match.com for uh, small business owners who need certain kinds of advice and mentors who want to provide that expertise. Um, and these are mentors or business leaders uh, who have established experience in, you know, credit management, in marketing services, um, in uh, finding the right investors for your business. And, and so that's, we think, a really great way for business owners to reach out and get support because, frankly, you know, one of the big barriers to finding that mentor is figuring out where do I find that business contact? How do I network and, and, and find that person? It's such a critical part of being successful. The last question I want to ask you is tell us about a, a, the, some of the solutions that Capital One has actually come out with that really help the small business community. Well, first of all, um, at Capital One, we really focus in on how we can support entrepreneurs and business owners as they grow and manage their business. Uh, we were started by an entrepreneur. He's still our CEO, so it's sort right. of near and dear to us, both the challenges that uh, being a business owner can, uh, can raise as well as the potential that it can unlock. And so we have a suite of products and services uh, that really are designed with business owners in mind, products like Spark Card uh, that has the best rewards program in the industry, um, or even our uh, 401k offering, ShareBuilder 401k, that helps business owners save for retirement and support their employees in their retirement. Uh, but one of the most Carrie, important... Carrie, i got to leave you there because we're out of time. we got to hit the commercial break. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks so much, Barry. And if you want to reach Capital One, go to www.businessadvising.org. This is AM560, The Answer. How can you get from here to there? We've got the answer from the ChicagoRadioDeals.com Traffic Center. I'm George Cotsabillos taking a look at your traffic. No problems right now in the Edens. If you're traveling on the Kennedy inbound between O'Hare and downtown, taking the 20 Lake to Burn Circle, two left lanes block off. For construction on the Eisenhower inbound, you can see the ramp for the inbound night to the outbound Ryan currently shut down due to flooding. More flooding issues on the Kennedy. Uh, I missed Kennedy inbound ramp to the outbound Ike. Currently shut down as well. You got some flooding going on in the Dan Ryan inbound of Taylor, blocking the left lane and on the Bishop Ford. Uh, you got some flooding going on there as well at 115th with the left lane blocked. The rest of the roadway is doing pretty good. You do see some construction work going on in the Tri State southbound to the Cal Sag Bridge and Crawford to left lane shut down. AM 560 weather right now, 66 degrees, cloudy skies. Our next update will be in 15 minutes on. AM 560, the answer. You've already upgraded your cell phone to a smart device, which lets you use the Internet to be more productive on the go. But what about your desk phone? Nextiva is a smart business phone system in the cloud. With a simple setup through an Internet connection, you can soon have access to your office communications wherever you are. Stay seamlessly connected with clients and stay more mobile than ever before for just one low monthly cost. Give your business more than just a basic desk phone. Visit Nextiva.com or call 800 
799-0600 to learn more today. Next Diva. Simplifying your business communications. Thinking of starting your own business? Get on board for a crazy ride. Be the first person to tweet Barry at Barry Moltz and get a free copy of his book, You Need to Be a Little Crazy, The Truth About Starting and Growing Your Own Business. You will need the company. My proudest number is 2005. That's the year I started my business. It was just me for two years, and then I hired my first employee. My proudest number is 20. Last year, I saw a 20% increase in revenue. We got our first six-figure check, too. My proudest number is 36. That's how many new clients I've signed. And next quarter, I'll double it. My proudest number is 42. I was 42 when I became one of the 9 million women business owners in the U.S., and I never looked back. These are your proudest numbers, your landmarks of growth and success. Sage Cloud and Software Solutions help you achieve these milestones by providing deeper insights into all your numbers. So believe in them. Believe in your numbers. See what Sage can do for your business. Visit believeinyournumbers.com today to learn more. Stick around and get your small business unstuck. More of Business Insanity Talk Radio with Barry Maltz. Now on AM560, The Answer. Well, if you're like me, sometimes you look down on your phone and you see an incredible app and you say, God, why did I think of that? Well, that's what happens when most of us start using Uber these days. We're going to talk about why Uber was such a mega hit. We're talking with Ratan Joya. He's the current owner and CEO of Primetime Shuttle and Apoli Technology. He bought Primetime Shuttle in 1999 and has transformed the company into the second largest ride-sharing transportation company in the U.S. under his helm he has grown PTS, triple the company size, which now serves over 1 million customers every year. Ratan, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me, Barry. So why has Uber or things like Uber and Lyft and, and of course, your company, Primetime Shuttle, why has it been such a huge hit these days? Well, I think it's, 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 it's two things. You know, one is, is, uh, uh, is the technology today that allowing the consumer to click on the button, they can literally uh, get a get a tax at Uber or other type of service immediately. That's a, con- that's a convenience. But I think... I think uh, what had happened is is one of the biggest thing is a we have regulation that overdue for over 100 years in, in, in taxi business and transportation business. It makes it very very difficult for a small business owner to into into continue on 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 be able to provide a type of service that that uh, company like Uber and others that came in the marketplace be able to provide that service and 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 and, and come in the marketplace. And, ch- and change the whole industry model differently. So, uh, so that I mean, that's a, that's I would say that's one of the biggest uh, 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 part is that what the consumer likes. Now, it's something in my mind. Sometimes I think it's the consumer's revenge on the taxi industry, which they've really uh, hated forever. But what really makes it work? It's not just as a technology. Is it because they can track exactly what's going on? And when people say, "Hey, I'm going to Uberize this application." Folks, consumers really want to know, keep track of everything on their cell phone as far as the status of their order or their services. Well, it's a, it's 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 the confidence level that the consumer has. So, what had happened over the years? We've been using this technology for over you know over 15 years. 
the technology is not nothing new, but what what the same technology we're we using in our dispatch. So uh, our dispatch were able to see uh, where the vehicle is and mm-hmm. and you know and and so forth and so on. So, but what what happens that we you know Uber came in the market, they basically flipped that screen over to the consumer. That's an uh, You know, where now the consumer can actually see where the vehicle is, what type of rating this driver has, all of the cool features. I think it's it's a confidence level that that consumer has. It made a re- really big difference. Now, the other other part is obviously, uh, you know, I go back to the regulations. I think it's not only just a uh, technology, it's really coming down to the service. And 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 uh, it, it's the same uh, taxi uh, that you can get in, you feel like that you're sitting behind in the cage. Uh, and it, it's, a, it's the same vehicle, you know, it's probably Prius, you know, but it's got all the logos and everything else on there and you can't talk to the driver. And on the other hand, you get, you know, you get uh, somebody that you can talk to. It's a clean a Prius. Right. And it doesn't have all the junk on there. Right, exactly. Now, with your new company, Apoli, you're talking about taking this one step further and what you call a name-your-price model. Discuss that. Well, absolutely. I think what, for me, being in the business for 25 years, I understand the, the pitfall that, that small business and, and, and the driver, I was a driver myself, I understand. So what I wanted to really do, how do I how do I level the playing field for all parties? And and because the model even that we, we have even with Uber and everybody else, it's no different than any other taxi model that we, we have over the years. It's the same stuff where drivers actually into the day, it's the driver that, that keeps taking the cut. Uh, you know, and, and, and the driver's expense is not not going down. Every year their 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 fuel cost goes up, their insurance goes up. So uh, what I wanted to do, how do I change this model that, that actually really makes makes uh, uh, everybody on the same page, whether it's a consumer, uh, it's, a, it's a driver, and our, uh, our company. You know, we, I wanted, uh, I call it a three-pillar approach. You know, we want to make sure that everybody wins. And so what do you think is really driving this shared economy? You know, it used to be that everyone had to have their own car, and it really said something about you. Do you think it's the millennials that are saying, well, maybe I don't need the car because it sits in the, the garage or the parking lot for so too long? Or is it just too expensive to own your own stuff, so we want to share it? I, I think that sharing is where it is. I think I, I, I love this millennium uh, thinking, and I think that, the generation is, is, is really is all about sharing. I think they understand uh, what is what's out there in the world because we're going to run out of space if we right. if see everybody on the car. So uh, I think that I really see is, is this sharing economy growing in every sector, not only in transportation. It seems that the next logical thing, of course, is driverless cars where I can just order a car up on my uh, cell phone and have it arrive and have it take me somewhere, isn't it? I think that makes sense. <laughs> you know, I, I, that's a, that's a uh, uh, very very exciting. Uh, I think that I I really believe that we can we can have a car that can that can commute you from your home uh, to work and to wherever you need to go. So you could be much more productive in the moment that you get in the vehicle. And that's one of the things that that we as a prime time shuttle, we've been doing this for for many years. We understand how to do a share ride. Uh, pick up a multiple party and be able to be sensitive about what time they need to be there and so forth. Um, well, Ratan, thanks for being on the show. Where can people get in touch with you at Primetime Shuttle and at Poli? 
Well, you can get in touch with us on Apple.com. You can download the app on, on iTunes from an Android as well. By the way, we're just launched our first share ride uh, service in, in the San Diego airport, and we're the first company to provide you a full service. Well, thanks for being on the show. Coming up next, got college debt or know someone that has? I bet you do. We're going to talk about a better way to finance college. This is AM560, The Answer. Thinking of starting your own business? Get on board for a crazy ride. Be the first person to tweet Barry at Barry Moltz and get a free copy of his book, You Need to Be a Little Crazy, The Truth About Starting and Growing Your Own Business. You will need the company. Thinking of starting your own business? Get on board for a crazy ride. Be the first person to tweet Barry at Barry Moltz and get a free copy of his book, You Need to Be a Little Crazy, The Truth About Starting and Growing Your Own Business. You will need the company. The journey into entrepreneurship is no easy feat, but the reward is like no other. Just ask entrepreneur Nellie Acal, founder and CEO of CorpNet.com, who's been a business owner since 1997. CorpNet can help you start a business, incorporate your business, form an LLC, file a DBA, and file many other important business documents in all 50 states. To get started, call their team today for a free business consultation. Call 888-752-0363 or visit CorpNet.com. The network is down again. No servers, no email. We can't print nothing. Uh, I can't do this anymore. XYZ IT is done. Time to call the pros at Turnkey IT. Turnkey IT, how may I help you? I want to be all in. I need my network fixed. Help is on the way. Boss, what's going on? It's Turnkey IT. I'm done messing around with providers that can't meet our needs. Turnkey IT will replace our equipment, monitor our computer systems, provide our help desk, and spring into action just like a technical SWAT team. Wow, look at these huge new monitors. And I can't remember the last time I could access our servers so fast. Let Turnkey IT bring your company all in, too. Even if you don't need the full package, they've got programs to handle whatever your company's needs might be. Secure your company. IT needs today at turnkey.pro. That's turnkey.pro. Now, back to Business Insanity Talk Radio. It's time to get your small business unstuck on AM560. The answer. Once again, here's Barry Moltz. The cost of sending a child to college for a small business owner is nothing short of astounding. No cost has grown faster in our society over the past decade than college tuition, and that includes health care. There is now over $1.2 trillion worth of college debt. And according to Seth Godin, the average student to graduate has upwards of $35,000 in debt, which is having a profound effect on their ability to buy a house, a car, get married, and have kids. It's also hurting the middle-class families who are spending their retirement money to send their kids to college. I know this because my son last month just graduated from the most expensive college in the country, and I am sure glad that he has because I'm going to give myself a pay raise this year. And he's left with a certain amount of debt, so what can really be done about this? Joining us on this topic is Joe DiPaolo. He's the CEO and co-founder of College Avenue Student Loans. He's a financial services veteran, previously serving as CFO, EVP of Banking, and a member of the board directors at Sally May. Joe, welcome to the show. Thanks, Barry. Well, this is nothing short of a mess. How did we get here and what can be done? Well, the rising cost of education is one that now consumers really have to evaluate 
um, their first their, their decision as to where they're going to go to school first and what they can afford. So we always suggest that the first thing you want to think about is in selecting a school, think about schools where either the financial aid package that's available to you or what you have as resources to pay would leave, would, would leave you with um, a, 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 a cost that you can manage both in school and out of school. And, and Joe, and this, so, is, this is a very yeah. important point because most parents spend less time choosing a college for their child, which could cost them $150,000 to $250,000 than they do going buying a car. Well, I think that's true. That may be true, but I think the other thing you have to consider is the decision-making frequency. So you will make this decision twice in your life, once when you're 18 or 19, and once again maybe when you're in your 40s or 50s and you're helping your, your son or daughter right. out. Right. So because you don't make the decision frequently, you're, the, the information can be a little overwhelming, the cost can be a little daunting, but really to us, the pro, you, know, the, you can keep things simple. You know, always look to your in-state option first. Always determine whether or not when you look at private options, they could provide financial aid. And then, and then obviously you're, you're sourcing your money from three or four sources. One is you, 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 you look at the federal government and the federal loan program. The second is you ask the school for aid they can provide. The third is you decide how much you have as a family. And then uh, if you still have a gap left over that's manageable, then we encourage you to come to companies like College Ave where we design a program for you that hopefully minimizes your indebtedness. And we got about 30 seconds left. Tell us about College Ave student loans and how it really differs from what else is out there. Well, we're a new, new entrant, a new marketplace um, lender focused exclusively on funding higher education costs. So through a simple and clear approach, we provide loans that encourage students to minimize their borrowing costs. So what's unique about us, if you look at our loan, you can defer the loan while you're in school, which the vast majority of people do with the vast majority of student loans. But in our, with our products, that if you make payments while you're in school, the larger the payment, the lower the interest rate on that loan. And the faster you pay it back and the less you pay over the life of the loan. So the simplest way to say, go to our website, and what's right in the middle of the website is a calculator. And if you look at that calculator, all you have to input is three things. Whether you're going to make payments while you're in school, how much you're going to borrow, and how many years you want to take to pay it back after you get out. And if you put those three things in and you have a fair assessment of your credit, like good, better, best, it'll tell you exactly how much you're going to pay back. So Thanks. if you needed $10,000, this is what you pay back, and this is what your payments are when you leave school. Joe, i got to leave it there. It's www.collegeavstudentloans.com. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks, Barry. Well, that's it. I want to thank our sponsors, Sage and Nick Steven, and, of course, our booking producer, Sarah Schaffrin, Bruce Band Glass, Debbie. I want you to have a very profitable and passionate week. You can find Barry on the web at barrymoles.com. You've been listening to Business Insanity Talk Radio. If you or someone you know... Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.